cross right upon his land He said to Travis, the years the future has been laid in your hands too long Will the journey come to an end? Will it end? Tuesday, the 23rd of October. It's 22 minutes past 10. My name is Garen Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to our Errand of Mercy. Hello. Episode 20, the big 2-0. Episode 20, yeah. Twice as far towards blowing ourselves up at Rio 2016, whatever. (laughs) The road to Rio. 
we should, we should stop referencing that because this is going to start, start sounding like a like a campaign diary. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like anyone could just listen to this episode without the the back knowledge of yeah. what has happened, what's transpired yeah. before. Yeah, and that's gonna and that, that'll be the end of us. It's like well, when we say that um, Young Direction are rapists because I mean. Well, actually, uh, that's that's just fact. That's just alleged fact. That's so, just alleged know. fact. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't have any direct evidence for that, but, you know. I've got some, I reckon I could find some witnesses. Sure. They all come out the woodworks. You'll I'm find sure them. we allegedly could do that. We allegedly could find some fake witnesses. <laughs> I spoke to uh, Martha, and she said. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Martha never lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that made-up lady. She never lies. Um, I, I, I want to start on some news um, so we can like discuss the events that happened um, since last week's episode. Yep. This is the story coming from Shanghai. Um, the headline, Doctors shocked by size of sex toy st- stuck inside a mat. Man, this is a tongue twister. Let, get, Doctor- get, let's hear it. Doctors shocked by size of sex toy stuck inside man's intestine for days. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Doctors of Shanghai are reiterating a warning to consumers to use sex toys as directed after a man arrived at Zongshan Hospital with a nine-inch dildo that had been stuck inside him for five days. <laughs> It was unclear why the man had waited so long to seek medical attention. Because he fucking loved it, that's why. (laughs) But Shanghai Daily said the unnamed 30-year-old had inserted it in his body to enhance sexual pleasure with his quote-unquote wife. After initial attempts to remove the sex toy failed, the man left the hospital to try his luck elsewhere. Returning the next day, a second attempt was made after doctors determined the man's life is in danger. <laughs> I just love the idea that this guy gets to a point where he's like, you guys don't know what you're doing. I'm going to yeah. go, I'll go find somebody else who's not a medical professional to get this nine-inch dildo out of my anus. No, I, I just kind of like the idea that, that he went to the hospital and they were kind of like, we really can't, this is really far in. I don't I don't know if we can reach. Um, do you want to just go home for a day and see if it comes out on its own? What, while, we, while we all talk about how you managed to get the base inside as well. <laughs> that's a real challenge that I find with nine-inch oh, long dildos. Nine inches. But so the much. thing is, like, as far as I can tell from the story, it wasn't just, it was sort of properly in his intestine. Like inside. Yeah. Wow. He'd, like, reverse eaten that thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you think there'd be... eaten? You'd think there'd be, like, a corner it would have to go around, like, before it got nine inches in, wouldn't you? No, well, like, I think that, the the problem with that actually I'm not going to share that knowledge that I have about <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to go down that particular alleyway with you it's not right. somewhere that I, I want to go it's dark and it smells you don't want to go down that twisting turning that twisting turning alleyway <laughs> what I was going to say is um, I don't know why I know this because internet probably because right. internet because <laughs> Because you know that for me, there's a fine line of things on the internet that horrify me and this things is the that I thing, find. Hilarious. Simon, you could have passed this off as your medical knowledge. 
what well, my medical knowledge of like of like how much dildo you can fit in an anus that ain't no, medical knowledge no, just like you know about microbes you could have just pretended you knew about like the the microbes that live in a guy's intestine and because of that you knew the the, the geography basically it's all a lot more pliable up there than than you may realize i've been led to believe by certain people <laughs> Well, there's a lot more flexibility. Yeah, on. essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's physically possible for a man to... <laughs> to... To fit a number more inches inside him than you would expect. But you would expect, fair the enough. The thing I don't understand is, like, how... Why, how is that enjoyable? I don't understand how how that much... That much length... How is that much length enjoyable? Once it's inside your intestines... Yeah, like... I mean, I've I've never really had any interest in like putting anything up there in the first place, <laughs> but like you'd imagine the sensation would be mostly around the the opening, yeah, so to speak, like up to up to and including the prostate, but not much afterwards. Yeah, and then once it gets that far, um, which I've been led to believe is roughly an index finger in, yeah, but it's really just you know. It's just unnecessary length. Well, maybe we're just two. Maybe we're just two straight guys talking shit. What we need is we maybe need a just, gay opinion. We're just too innocent. I think that's yeah. it. Don't I think what what we need is we need the opinion of an expert in this field. So if we any, we need this Chinese guy to get in touch with us. <laughs> oh no! It it feels amazing. It, yeah. As soon as it hits your duodenum, that's where the party really starts. Yeah. We're having a duodenum party up in here. I think it's pronounced duodenum. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. I'm the one with a vaguely medical degree. That's true. Yeah, you know nothing. If I, I say it's pronounced duodenum, it's pronounced duodenum. <laughs> duodenum. I, it, it sounds like an 80s band. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they stink. <laughs> ah! Get the fuck off this show, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting you with my jokes. It's, it's the joke episode. That's a bonus for episode 20. Bad jokes about duodenums. Here's something that happened today, actually. I was making my lunch and watching uh, BBC News 24, and there was there was a guy talking about apparently Londonderry is rated, now rated the second best town in the world to visit, which seems incredibly unlikely, but there you go. Okay, carry on. Yeah, um, let's, let's gloss over that. And so um, the... The BBC news reporter was there doing a thing and like he ended his report and he's like, and some in this town has started calling it legendary. Oh, is it get it? Dairy legend. Uh, yeah, that's bad. That's um, bad. And then it goes back to the studio where you've got, you've got your, I can't remember what the newsreader's called. You've got your male anchor and your female anchor. Yeah. And the guy says, says christ that was a bad pun i hope he gets gets his pay docked for that <laughs> then they get no. to like another link and what happens next i can't remember the other next uh, the next link's about sort of this um space tourism thing that's happening at the moment because yeah. like some tourists going up to the international space station um and like obviously a video clip of like the launch was supposed to play for something instead it doesn't it's just them talking the woman's like you know they aired that right and he was like what me saying she gets paid i was like yeah 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 but he should he should (laughs) (laughs) that's nice that's good a bit finally a bit of truth from the media it's nice to hear 
I think this is the same guy who I once saw. Um, this same user was doing like the standard back and forth with the weather woman. And he's, he made a joke. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said. And she said, well, at least it's not like your hair. At least it's real. And it just went back to him like glaring at <laughs> When newsreader banter goes too far. <laughs> Pretty much. Now we uh, we agreed. Not don't talk about my hair. We said that that was an out of bounds place. You're not allowed to talk <laughs> about my hair. We can make fun of you, but yeah. not my. Hair. I can call you a slag, but don't <laughs> talk about my hair. Uh, where are we going to go from here? I don't know. Do you, do you want me to lay down some ground rules? Yeah, lay down some ground rules. Lay down some ground rules. I'm going to talk about things that absolutely have to stop this week. Okay. Things that can't carry on anymore, and boy, do I have a lot of them. <laughs> These are things that that like if if we if we're going to continue to live on this planet, people need to stop doing those things. Exactly. We've had a few of these before. Um, this week, I'm going to start with T-shirts with swearing on them, specifically walking down public streets wearing T-shirts with swear words on them. Yeah, that's that's not cool. It's not. Like, I have I have a T-shirt that has the word bullshit on it, which. Mm-hmm. First off, I consider a more minor swear word. It's something you could imagine coming out of a cowboy. Um, <laughs> I can see John Wayne saying that in film. So it sounds like something that a, a Republican candidate for some bizarre seat of office in Minnesota would say about and, his, and his opponent. So, yeah. like, bullshit's already a minor swear word. And what's more, if I do wear that out and about, I only wear it probably at night, if I'm going somewhere so there's no children going to be around, or, like, I wear a shirt or a jacket over it. Yeah. So I saw a guy walking through um, the Manchester Arndale Centre wearing a T-shirt that said, Stop playing dubstep, you fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is a man who does not give a fuck. <laughs> and then I saw another guy the same day wearing a t-shirt that said "Death Fucking Metal" just walking down Portland Street. Nice. I I'm opposed like I'm opposed to swearing in public places because you know uh, you know we got to look up we got to look what think about the children we got to think about the kids right yeah we got to think about the kids and the and the old people who might also be offended yeah. Yeah, and old people with old sensibilities. Exactly. I think it's just polite not to swear. So, And it's even more polite not to just wear it on your shirt for yeah. a read. I think. So that's got to stop. Yeah, you, I, I agree. If you, maybe you should go out go out with just a, a tape of gaffer and just put gaffer over people's ta- T-shirts, like censor their T-shirts. Yeah. Well, I think like that's the thing. Like the guy saying de- with a t-shirt saying "death fucking metal." I mean, it's already a really stupid ass t-shirt. But like, I don't have any problem with you wearing it in a rock club. That's fine. Or in general, wearing a t-shirt that that shows that you enjoy death metal is not an issue. But the the fucking is unnecessary. The fucking and the walking out in in daylight with children around it's it's not it's not good. It's not cool. So that's got to stop. That's, that's my that's my morality errand of mercy. Little little bit little bit middle of nowhere conservative politician, but 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 that's cool. Crack I think on. we can all agree with it, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's cool. Okay, so moving off of that, um, can we stop having adverts going boom, please? You know what I mean? The, mean the um the inception sound. The Inception sound, yeah. which is in every movie or video. It's in everything now, isn't it? 
Right. And it's always the same shot. I mean, this is basically also my things that are happening in advertising that I've noticed. Like, there's like dramatic music and people are running along. And then the music goes silent as you see like a missile or something getting fired. Yeah. And as it explodes, instead of the explosion sound, it goes. Yeah. And then. Usually it's accompanied by low orchestral violins. And then we see like a guy diving and there's another and then and then the screen goes to black and there's a final as like slow fade the movie title comes in. Yeah. Stop it. Stop doing that. It was fine when Inception did it, but we're done with it now. Exactly. I think that's the thing. It's fine when it worked on the Inception trailer with the first couple of bad films to cover it. That that's acceptable. It happens. Yeah. Inception came out like two years ago now, yeah. right? Yeah. Get over it. It's been Find, run into the ground. That's it's been, it. Find a new trailer, please. <laughs> if, if, find a new trailer every film involving an explosion of the last two years. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. All right. So that's got to stop. Um, I've got a final thing that needs to stop as well. It's Which last. Is... People saying sigh on the internet. Oh, it's yeah. Like, oh. I have an opinion. Sigh. Oh, this is what mm. I was thinking about your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the fuck off. Fuck right off. No one cares. No, no one, one cares. gives a shit. No one gives a shit about anything. About... No one gives a shit about anything you say. Yeah, specifically you. Whoever you are, specifically you. No one, give, no one, especially gives a shit. People go out of the way to avoid your opinions. Right, right now he's preparing a, a, a comeback for the Errand of Mercy Facebook page, and he's going to put a, put a little star and then write sigh and then another star and yeah. say, "You guys think this? I think you're wrong." And then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> then we will find you and we will kill you. It's like Taken, but with yeah. mild internet annoyances. That, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, you know, I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> I am going to find you, and I will kill you. You done goofed i've got something that absolutely has to stop i think teens teens on the internet is bad enough but but teens with webcams there's um there's a there's a lot of duping going on at the moment g a lot G- of duping duping of teens what so no i don't understand what this is so teens, teens i was listening to radio one on sunday night that's uh that's when the sunday surgery was on i was driving back from leamington spa to nottingham yeah. That's where my girlfriend lives, and um, and on the radio they were talking about uh, like webcam chatting with people. I believe this is webcam chatting of a of a of an intimate nature. All right, Maybe. so I mean, are they, are they chatting to, to to someone they have a relationship with? Well, I think that that's weird enough. I think that's seedy enough. Like, it's fairly seedy. Yeah, it's pretty seedy. I think that if you if you're in a relationship with somebody and they're like, you should take your clothes off for me on the internet on webcam, then then maybe I, you... I think. It, I mean, if you don't see a lot of each other, I think that could be a you know. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but 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 I think this that, is this is a different sort of thing. This Something is a different, different sort of thing. thing. This is um, this is a young lady. So they were kind of doing a follow on from the the tragic story about the young girl who killed herself, which is tragic, and that's yeah, it's awful. That's awful. They're they're kind of like, and here's another thing. Here's another thing that's related to that. So there's a there's a story that they were telling, like somebody's recounting, like this girl recounting a a situation she was in 
where she made a number of bad decisions. And the the situation essentially got more and more ridiculous as they talked about it. So first things first, she's on the internet and um, she's on a webcam with another girl for some reason, a stranger, something she doesn't know. And this girl's like, we should uh, we should take our clothes off. And right. She's, okay. so, 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 so she's talking to, she's a girl and she's talking to another girl. Yeah. Does she know the girl? No. It's just a strange she met on the strange internet. Strange she met on the internet. And this girl's like, we should take our clothes off. You know, get naked on webcam. Because that's, that's something that, that's how girls work. That, that's how teens roll these days. That's how right? teens work, I guess. I mean, that, that sounds like every fantasy I had as a 15-year-old boy. Yep. Carry on. Yeah. And, uh, and, <laughs> and her response to this. So this is actually the, the, the young lady who's being talked about. She's recounting this. And she's yeah. saying... Um, she was doing it too, and I figured, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So, yeah, that's an old. That that's definitely an. In, that's not my response that's to that. Not. <laughs> so, if we flip this round, if like, gee, you were for some reason on a one-to-one webcam chat with a stranger, I'm not going to judge. I don't know what you're doing in your spare time with yeah. a guy, and he's like, "I'm going to get my dick out." You should get your dick out. Uh, yeah, at that point, I would probably go, um, no, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would, uh, that's what anybody would do. This, um, this young girl decided that she didn't want to do that. She decided that she was going to join well, in with the, with the naked frivolity. She, she's, she's a young teen, you know, she's, she's finding new things. She's possibly exploring her sexuality. Let's not judge too harshly just yet, I think. I'm not, I'm well, not judging it's this. It's crazy as heck, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's 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 assume some level of uh, innocence on her part. Carry yeah, on. Okay. So um, so it turns out, surprisingly enough, you know how there are no girls on the internet. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out that this this girl on the webcam wasn't a girl. She she was a. So like, was it a dude dressed as a woman? No, it was a guy using an image of another girl that he'd used this strategy to dupe into taking her clothes off right so he had a video of a woman taking her clothes of a girl taking her clothes off yeah and he showed that video to another girl and in doing so encouraged her to take her clothes off yeah wow yeah you know you know the the internet uber mensch yeah yeah this is it's not a guy getting his dick out to a girl to get her to get her tits out. It's a it's a guy pretending to be a girl getting her tits out to make another girl get her tits out. This is like meta, meta yeah. weird, fake yeah. internet rape going yeah. on right this is, now. This is layers, layers within layers of internet it's onions. Boobception. Yeah, boobception. And yes. um, so so now he's got her video, and that video is out there. And he's using that video to get more girls yeah, to take. It's fair. like a, it's like the ring, but, so, but with tits. And, then, and instead of dying, you just end up with your video of your boobs on the internet forever. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um. So this has got me thinking. They also had a they had a statistic, um, which is ninety percent of intimate pictures you send to people on the internet are shared without your knowledge. Wrong. You're ten percent out. <laughs> definitely at least a hundred percent possibly more it's- yeah i mean like this i've always had like i've never wanted to send a picture of my genitals to anyone no I'm, 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 but i feel like 
that puts me in a minority somehow. <laughs> I've also never sent a picture of any part of my body below the waist to a girl or a guy ever. This, yeah. That's the, never yeah, happened. I, that, that's almost sure. certainly... Like, I mean, I haven't even sent anyone pictures of my legs because I never wear shorts. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's it's uh, The main thing is, uh, like, it's 2012. Yeah. How are people still getting duped into... <laughs> Yeah, like giving, giving strangers pictures or videos of their intimate like that, that's areas. The thing, like, I mean, I understand teenagers make stupid decisions because you know yeah, they're teens. Because they're teens, that's their job. They know more about the internet than us. They exactly. apparently know how to meet random strangers and get into a close enough webcam combination conversation that they're taking their clothes off yeah. that quick. I don't know how to do that. I, I don't know how to do that. meet someone randomly and immediately both be taking each other's clothes off. I wish I did, but <laughs> like, if they know how to find a stranger to talk to on the internet, they must know that if there are naked pictures of people, they end up on the internet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that it's going to be shared ad infinitum. Like, that's going to be on Tumblr forever. Yeah. And I say Tumblr specifically because that's all Tumblr's for now. Used to be for other stuff. Now it's just for sharing pictures of girls. See, I, I find it the other way around. You see, when I remember Tumblr first being around, all it was for was for sharing pictures of boobs. Okay. Now, now it's for about legitimate discussion and debate. Oh, right, okay. Well, maybe I'm maybe I'm being uh, a pessimist about. I th- Tumblr. think you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I apologise, Tumblr. I think but it's the... swapped. I think it's swapped round. Um, the... Well, I don't that's... think the level of debate or discussion is high enough for you to not be pessimistic about it, but still. <laughs> it's growing. It's a growing minority. <laughs> it's a growing minority, exactly. I think, I think that, um, that that it just surprises me there are still people falling for this kind of thing. Like, oh, there's a stranger on the internet. They must innocently just want a picture of my tits. That's probably yeah. fine. They're probably well, just that... really nice and they really like me. Exactly. Like, when you hear about an old person falling for a Nigerian email scam, yeah. you'll... Well, they're old. They didn't have the internet. They don't know. But like these kids have literally grown up with the internet. Yeah. They they should know. They must know. So I've decided that that I have a solution to this problem. Stop giving teens webcams. Well, no, not that. We can't control that. You can't police the sale of webcams. But no, you, but, you can. You can just be better parents and don't let your child have a webcam. Done. But, but obviously, that's not working. Put duct tape over their camera phones. Done. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape up smash their camera phones yeah do that destroy think... all technology done <laughs> you're starting to sound a lot like some kind of techno terrorist <laughs> you're starting to sound more I'm... more like a uh a a, a villain the, uh... from a blockbuster movie now g i'm in neo luddites that's why i am <laughs> i've decided that there should be a internet proficiency test Right, decided. like a cycling proficiency test, you should. Yeah, you, you can still cycle without getting yeah, a test. Exactly, exactly. But it's suggested. It's suggested that you take the test, and a lot of people do. Yeah. So, so there should be a test that puts you through a number of situations. That are like this: this chick wants to see a picture of your tits or cock, or poss- <laughs> possibly both. I'm not judging. Uh, what do you do? Do you A, send a picture of your tits and cock? B, just tits? C, just cock? D, none of the above. And you have to do a multiple choice. And then it rates you. Yeah. And um, if you get a good rating, you uh, get a £5 iTunes voucher. 
that's a good idea because that that pressures corporations to sponsor it out yeah. of like charitable goodwill. Yeah, that's because, a good because idea. Because what are Apple going to do? Apple aren't going to go. Oh, we we love teens getting duped into pit and pictures pictures of their tits on the internet. It's what our entire business runs off. Possible, but unlikely. yeah, that, that that's what we'll do because like that's it. We put this because like Apple are having their like conference right now, aren't they? Basically, mm-hmm. it's just over. We send this to them right now. Yeah, like what can they say? They can't say no. They we're, can't we're, say we're, no. Because because then we can say oh oh so you're you're in favour of our teams like yeah. put get putting naked pictures themselves on camera, bam got them yeah that's a good idea like like there are there, there are so many questions it could have so many so many different questions like you see a YouTube video that features Muslims you have some hateful views do you a keep them to yourself or b post a mindless poorly worded stream of vitriol you are massive debating while listening to frank sinatra <laughs> you a keep quiet b tell some friends c tell everyone on earth you are julian assange <laughs> a continue to be julian assange b just stop <laughs> it has so many it has so many applications this is great no we should definitely do this so we're going to draft that up, and we'll um, we'll we'll send a we'll send an email to I don't know the government the government yeah. they'll listen. We'll, we'll send it. To, yeah, yeah. No, I I think we should send it to Apple and post it. We'll post it in public. Yeah. And then when Apple refuse to do it, then then we can cause a public storm, and they'll be yeah. forced to comply. Yeah. That's, because that's how politics works now in twenty twelve. Blackmail mostly. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, that's the the internet proficiency test coming to an Apple store near you. You were listening to Sunday surgery. Obviously, from what you said, there's no scope for a Tuesday surgery this week. That's fine. Not I understand. Really, no. The Observer has a column called Sexual Healing, which oh. is always good for a laugh. Um, basically, people write in with um, sex-related questions. How do and- Guardian readers have sex? That's an interesting. <laughs> uh, well, the, I'll, I'll tell you now. When my boyfriend and I got together a year ago, our sex life was romantic and playful. We made love in conventional ways, and as a lover, he was very considerate. But as our relationship grew, it got to a point where he began sharing his more kinky side and expecting me to participate. In particular, he confessed that he likes to wear female undergarments <laughs> under his work suits and has, having sex while wearing one of my nighties. At first I thought this was a bit of a hoot, but he's become more insistent on dressing this way, even though I've explained it's a turn off for me. Is he gay? <laughs> I'm wondering if we have a future together. <laughs> Oh, girl, I'm going to be so considerate to you as I make love to you. Uh, by the way, can I wear your pants? <laughs> by the way, <laughs> that's the. Can you read? Can you describe their um, their early relationship sex life to me again? Because that was hilarious. Um, our sex life was romantic and playful. We made love in conventional ways, and as a lover, he was very considerate. So basically, basically, this guy's started off wearing the guy mask, the yeah, sec, the the sex guy mask. When like, well, no, I'm, like, I just, I'm not I too just... sure. The fact he said he was very considerate suggests to me that he was going down on it. But you know, that's okay, fine. Well, possibly, possibly. But, but, but yeah, yeah, essentially, so. he's he started putting her first, and then all of a sudden, it's been like, bam, bam, um, or, I, or me. 
And by all me, I mean all your pants. Yeah, all your pants on my body all at once. I'm going to get my my man stank on them. Because that's how you know. That's how you find out. But, I mean, that's the thing. The fact that she says he confessed he liked to wear female undergarments under his work suits, I'm kind of imagining one day he came back from work and she realised he was wearing one of his fo- one of her thongs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, there yeah, was just yeah. like a, you know, you know that thing you, you get sometimes where the pants come up over yep. the... the yeah, yep. that, and she saw that and was like, wait a second. That's my hot pink two-way. <laughs> that's, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, so... See, I'm not convinced he's gay. I don't think he's gay. I don't think he's gay. I think I think you guys need to have a conversation. That conversation may involve pegging. I think I hope you're ready for that because that's a that's a distinct possibility. But you definitely need to to speak to him. About <laughs> you, def- you definitely need to speak to him and say that like because it sounds like she was all right with the pants at first because she says at yeah. first I thought this was a bit. I of a thought thing. it was a hoot. You know, <laughs> what does some that even people, mean? Like, some people right, it was a bit of a laugh. I yeah. think. Some people like dressing up. It's fine. So I imagine, I imagine what she needs to do. I mean, this is my opinion. She just needs to say, Look, can we make this a sometimes thing? Well, once a fortnight, maybe. Yeah, once a fortnight, I'm going to let you dress up in my underwear. Yeah, and, and then you could clean them thoroughly. And, and, and call me Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. No, I don't think he's gay, but that is odd. It is odd, yeah. It's definitely odd. I don't think that, you know, it, it takes all sorts. I don't think there's anything. It does anything. take all like, sorts. At least he's not asking you to, like, brick on his chest or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. I mean, yeah, or, like, or, or anything. There's no weird bondage shit going on. Like, it's... The thing is, like, if she lets him get away with it, it's going to build up to that, isn't it? <laughs> You reckon? Do you reckon? I, it's, I, are you making a slippery slope argument? I, I'm making a slippery slope argument. I, don't I think, think that, like, it doesn't because, sound because if if he's wearing the pants, those pants all the time, and that's what gets him. Eventually, that's going to become boring to him, isn't it? You reckon? And then it's and then he's going to be like 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 hooking his balls up to a car battery at yeah. the office, like in the toilets. What are you doing, Perkins? What are you doing? Nothing, sir. <laughs> Speaking of people having weird dark secrets, I've got okay. um, I've got a fresh batch of creep or creation for you. Yes, if, because because I know you love it so much. I mean, this this I think at the moment this has been quite a relationship themed thing. This this is the sexuality show. Erin the sexuality one. <laughs> this is episode twenty, the sexuality show. <laughs> I'm not sure if much that we've covered here. Basically, what we've done so far is like highlighted quite horrific aspects of human sexuality and then laughed at them like in a nihilistic way. Yeah, nihilistic. Yes. Yeah. We're being. We're being. We're being. We're in the duodenum, being nihilistic. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, nihilistic. Nine inches into the duodenum of nihilism. Yes. <laughs> you joined us nine inches into the duodenum of nihilism. <laughs> so, so our um, our first entry into creep or creation uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of creep or creation, it's a uh, a new feature that we do, which is based around the section in the metro called Rush Hour Crush, which is like misconnections, but exclusively on public transport so yeah. a bit weird but i mean there's 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 quite a few quite normal people saying quite normal things but 
we're not interested in that. So I I tend to cherry pick the the crazier parts of um, Rush Hour Crush from the Metro. And uh, just to be clear, I, I just want to make clear the reason why it is creepy. Um, because like at least with misconnections, when someone says, "Hey girl, I, I saw you in the Starbucks. I hope I see you again," you can at least not go to that Starbucks again. Yeah. you've got to commute into work. Yeah, you've got you've got to share this space with this person, and now you know, and he knows, but you don't want to talk to him about it, and that is quite creepy. Some of these are, of course, creations. So yeah. it falls to G and to you, the listener, to tell the difference between which is the real creep from the real world and which is the creation. Um, I'm not sure if you'll be pleased with the results from the from this week's. Okay. So our, our first entry yeah. goes as follows. To the dark-haired beauty on the 469 in Manchester, I overheard you mention you are partial to a cherry slingback cocktail. I'd like to take you for a cocktail. And that's from Trendy Anorak Wearer. <laughs> what number bus did you say that was? It was from the... Uh, and then from the, 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 which bus did he say he was seeing the Dark Hair Beauty on? It was on the 469. The four, I don't think that's a bus, Simon. That, seems too, so. hi- that seems too high to be a bus number it's in Manchester. Bus, the bus numbers uh, in Manchester. Yeah, I'm going to say it's creation purely on that. <laughs> Well, you are in fact incorrect. That is what? a creep from Wednesday the seventeenth. I would I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you first, G. I lived in Manchester for three years. Do you think I'd be stupid enough to use a bus number that doesn't exist? Well yeah, I don't know, you might do. Yeah, well, think... well possibly, but 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 no, that's a that's a real creep. Right, so can we repeat this? Yeah. Let, let's listen this. again. Let, to the dark haired beauty on the four six nine in Manchester. I overheard you mention you are partial to a cherry slimback cocktail. I'd like to take you for a cocktail. And that's from Trendy Anorak Wearer. I, I just want to start by saying there's there's no such thing as a trendy anorak. That's yeah, nothing. I mean I mean to be fair, like there was a period in Manchester's history when anoraks were very popular. Yeah, but that it's was not, that was about twenty, 20 years ago. Twenty yeah. to twenty to fifteen years ago. Yeah. When, when Oasis ruled the earth, yes. and, and that time is not now. <laughs> we are no longer mad for it. <laughs> God, that twent, trendy anorak wearer. Yeah, that, that you drips. are. You're that, a creep. That drips of creepiness, just it's sleazy, sleazy, kind of self-important. I'd Ugh. love to take you for a cocktail. I'd love to take you for a cocktail, Maverick, uh, Maverick, Maverick. No, thank you. <laughs> Keep your cocktails and your anorak, you freak. Uh, okay, I got that one wrong. How about you? It's... How about you sell a, a bazillion records and then split up and form <laughs> terrible bands? Terrible bands uh, with terrible people bands. who look vaguely like your brothers. Yeah, it, that that was quite depressing, wasn't it? That was very depressing. Both of them trying to relive the glory days in equally depressing ways. The thing is, I can't remember which one of them is worse because they are basically the same person, no matter how much they pretend. Yeah, 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 I know. Well, they kind of take it in turns, don't they? One of them's the arsehole for a bit, and the other one's the arsehole, just to keep us all guessing. (laughs) It's like Ant and Deck. (laughs) Do they do that? Yeah, like one of them's an arsehole, and they split up, and they get back together again all the time. Always (laughs) in the news for Ant and that deck. That Ant and that deck. (laughs) Our next entry... Um, goes as follows to the voluptuous beauty who always gets on the 847 train from Hull I think you are beautiful 
Why do you always look so sad? Let me cheer you up with love. And that is from Young Girl Behind You. Ah, it's a lady who's... Ah. It's a lady who likes ladies. It's 2012. That's, oh, that's... right. So it's definitely a lady likes ladies. I just well, want to be clear. I, I don't know. Well, that's that's the that's the impression I got from it because it's a lot of these. There's a couple of these on. Um, I, I see. I, I immediately assumed after you said it was a girl that it was it was a lady who liked a man who looked sad. But well, no, a man wouldn't be voluptuous. No, would he? like yeah, you don't want a voluptuous man. That's not that's not a big look. Well, I mean, different folk, different strokes, different folks. No, but, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, voluptuous is a, is mainly a feminine thing, isn't it? It is mainly. It is yeah. mainly. But you know, what, whatever floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> if you ever find a man who you describe as a voluptuous beauty, more power to you. <laughs> all, yeah, all the power in the world, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That seems. That seems. Um, you're looking sad. I'd like to cheer you up with love. It sounds sounds too reasonable, not creepy enough, if anything. You don't think so? I think that's a creation. That is a creation. Yes. It sounded, it sounded too nice. Yeah, I, I was too nice. I was too nice of a possibly lesbian woman for exactly. that to, uh, well, young girl, so possibly lesbian girl. Yeah. Obviously, I should, when I'm pretending to be a lesbian girl in future, I should be more like Butch, possibly. And angry about things. No, I don't. I don't think that. I think you should just, if you if you want to be a creep, you should, they should just be more about spelling their hair. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, but that was really obvious. You called me on that straight away That's last true. week. That's true. And this is too. Th- you you swung the entire opposite direction. Now you're too. You're too like reasonable here. Yeah. Okay. This is the sort of advert that someone could see and then possibly would go. Oh yeah, I do actually want to meet that person. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what you want. <laughs> that's what that's not what creeple creation's about. <laughs> <laughs> Our next entry is uh, is this to the leggy brunette with the sharp suit who rides the bus to Northampton on weekdays. You are sex on legs, and we both know it. Coffee and maybe more, and that's from muscular man who smiles at you. Muscular man likes legs, smiles at her, wants coffee, maybe more, maybe more, maybe more. Maybe more. Maybe it's not. More. It's not much of an innuendo. He's just basically straight up saying, "Let's have coffee and then fuck." But yeah, but but he's a muscular man. He's a muscular man, so maybe he can get away with that. He's a he muscular does... man. She's a straight-talking, sharp-suited brunette, long-legged girl from the city. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say creep because he's got a good. He's got a very big, like, big opinion of himself. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. reckon that's I, a creation? I, I, I made that in my own mind. That's your mind's eye. <laughs> That's my yeah, mind's eye. That was convincing. I was convinced by that. <laughs> so you're saying I need to pitch these a lot more kind of brusque, brusque and self-important. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that was good because I, I get the idea that the creeps think they're better looking than they are, okay. having never seen them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that to write into a national newspaper with your with with your kind of confession yeah. of lust... You have yeah. to have a reasonably high opinion of yourself, yeah. don't you? Enough self-confidence to write into a newspaper, but not enough self-confidence to go and speak to someone. It's a fine line. It's, it's, a, fi- it's, it's a fine line. But... In that Venn diagram from hell, there's a very <laughs> small overlap. <laughs> but so, it's big enough for the upkeep of a daily newspaper yeah, article. Apparently so. Well, well it's, it's, a, it's a big place, isn't it, England? So our, our, our fourth and final entry to Creep or Creation this week goes mm. as follows. So you're you're currently on one out of three. 
So you're not it's not it's a good not, week. Not a great showing for you this week. To the very handsome geeky Asian PhD student who gets on the train from Clapham Junction to Waterloo every morning, you instantly brighten my day. How about we spend the rest of our lives together? <laughs> and that's from Girl You Call the Hulk. <laughs> what? Girl You Call the Hulk, eh? Yes, yes, eh? I like that. How it's just like that's a, that's a nice slow build up. Kind of like, I mean, I, I can't. I can never remember exactly how you phrase it. It's like kind of like, hey, you're cute. You brighten my day. I really like seeing you. We should live together forever. <laughs> it's beautiful. Isn't there was some it? serious escalation, it's mate. Quite <laughs> an escalation. That 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 was going straight. That was ratcheting up straight to Defcon One. It was. Uh, Right, so she she's a girl that he calls the Hulk. Yes, it's not a good thing to be called. Not maybe a she great doesn't start, un- love. I'm not. I'm, she- I'm not going to lie to you. That's not a great start. Um, how did she describe him? He's a very handsome, geeky Asian PhD student. Ah, what what, what sort of Asian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, these people obviously haven't had the conversations with um, <laughs> with Cezo Medulla Beth, Beth Israel that we have to. Yeah, but, uh, to, to try and work that out um i think that is a creep you think it's a creep i think that that that's someone who's misunderstood a casual commuter friendship for everlasting love <laughs> that does seem like that's because that is kind of how girls work well you know i don't want to be yeah kind yeah. of uh you are correct that is a creep from monday the 22nd of october in the metro that's I that's mean, a real thing yeah, I mean the fact that she she knows all the details about him, the fact he's a PhD student, and she he's got a nickname for her suggests yeah. he's definitely read that already. Yeah, they've had to have an awkward conversation on the train or yeah. bus. That's involved her laughing way too loud for way too short an amount of time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know exactly. exactly about. Do you see my? Do you see the thing I put in the paper? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Get the get the fuck off that bus! Oh, it's a train. Get off the train. I don't care. Like, I don't care how fast that train is going. It's time to get off the train. Get that little hammer, smash the window, jump out. This is an emergency. Yeah. You know how we were saying that the, the the way that people break up with each other is they like fake their death, move to a new city. We were joking, but in this case, definitely try that. <laughs> Because you could be in a bit of trouble there. I really appreciate your girlish laugh, by the way. That was probably good. Yeah, well, I've I've heard quite a few in my time, G. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, I'm not saying that I've attracted a lot of women, but what I'm saying is that the, 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 the large majority of women that I have attracted are that woman. <laughs> All of the ones who I've not ended up dating have just been that women. I tend to attract very nice, attractive young ladies and that woman, and that's it. <laughs> it's one or the other. So, I mean, was my final score two out of four there? Your, your final score was two out of four. Not bad, not it's bad. It's not bad. 50%, I'm happy about that. I think I'm building. I think I'm moving forward. I can do better, but, you know, it's a solid start. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not a bad start. I say um, I say C-plus for you on that C. one. Uh, uh, that's, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. And I didn't think that you were going to get the last one correct. It seemed right. too unrealistic. Oh, no, it seemed entirely too realistic to me. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? 
No, because I've met the sort of girls who who have met that woman who wants to go out with you. Yeah, gee, we 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 were both <laughs> members of the committee of an anime society. Of we've course, met, we've met that woman. We've met that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, um, I have some news from Germany. Do you want to hear? Germany? Let's hear the news from Germany. Um, author Fury at blackface casting at German theater. <laughs> oh, really? We're doing the blackface thing. Yeah. The author of the award-winning play, Clybourne Park, has refused permission to a billed theatre company to perform the play after learning that a lead character would appear blacked up. It's never good, is it? It's never, like... Because you hear this occasionally, every, like, and it actually does quite often come from the theatre scene. People are like, we're going to do this again. It's not going to be racist this time. No, yeah, it's always it's, racist. It's definitely going to be racist. But yeah, it's like managers of the Deutsches Theatre said a female African-American character in the play was being performed by a white actress and producers would experiment with makeup. Of course, yeah. No, we're doing an experiment thing. We're we're, we're investigating. We're kind of we wanted to ha- have a look into race roles, and no, you didn't. No, no, no. we're not buying it. Well, what happened is you just didn't know any black people. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. yeah, maybe you should think about that. Work on that. Work on your your views as a person, maybe, and then get back to us. The thing is, this isn't the first time this year this has happened. Okay, that's In January- kind of odd. In January this year, German director Thomas Schendel came under fire after allowing a white actor to paint his face black and take the role of an elderly African-American in the Schlossports Theatre's production of I'm Not Rapport. Report? Whatever. I'm Not Rapport? It's not really spelled like that, oh, but yeah, okay. whatever. <laughs> that. that. The theatre group vehemently denied claims of racism, saying they could not find an elderly black actor who could fulfil the role. Schendel... Also claimed that blackface is part of a theatre tradition in Germany. You see, you're veering into a dangerous area that makes English people and the rest of Europe kind of nervous. There, yeah, like this is this is kind of like Germany. You know, we you know we know you've had tough times. Yep, you've got past them. You're doing really well at the moment. I mean, props to Germany for basically carrying the EU at the moment. Yeah, you're doing you're doing a lot of great stuff, but the the blackface, yeah. We, we it, I mean, we like you. We really like you now. You're doing really well. I've been to Germany. Really nice place. I've never met a, a German that I dislike, but still a little bit worried. I Sometimes you do stuff. Just <laughs> it doesn't really make much sense to us. So we we just just flagging it up. I mean, we still really like you. No hard feelings, but occasionally you have a bit to drink and things come out. And, 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 and it makes us a bit nervous. Things come out like the shoe polish. <laughs> like the shoe like. polish. <laughs> He's like crazy, crazy rich Uncle Deutschland. He's full of money, but occasionally he gets drunk and brings out the shoe polish. <laughs> Starts doing jazz hands. So it's like, whoa, no. uh, whoa, I'm whoa. Sit go. back down, Uncle Deutschland. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> we've, all, we've, we've all got this thing in in the over there and yeah, yeah. i mean at, at some point someone in europe's going to want to bring back their girlfriend and they're going to be like right uncle deutschland's not going to be very easy because you know <laughs> she, she she's black and i'm kind of worried about what he's going to do like and we don't want to we don't want to have this conversation germany sort it out <laughs> we know you mean well but maybe dial that back a little bit just a couple yeah. of notches <laughs> yeah yeah it's fine 
We know you're good. We know you're good now. We know that nothing crazy is going on. But just just occasionally, just have a think. Have a think about what you're doing. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's news from Germany this week. Good work, Germany. Good work. Still, still, still rocking. Still rocking and rolling. We like it. <laughs> and England has been reasonably good at racism this, uh, this week as well with um, Mr. Nick Griffin on the Twitters. Do you hear oh. about this? Yeah, I heard about Nick Griffin on the Twitters. Uh, yeah, but I also heard about the uh, the leader of the EDL got arrested. Did you hear about that? Oh, really? Did that actually happen? Yeah, they uh, they the police pulled over a group of um, Arctic lorries um, and find found a group of drunk EDL members in the back wearing balaclavas. <laughs> Shit. Um, he's been the leader of the um, the. Uh, uh, EDL, who I think is called uh, Stephen Yoxley-Lennon, yeah. has been arrested and has been arranged until January. He'll face charges of trying to sneak into America using a false passport. That's ironic. Yeah, he's quite possibly going to get extradited. Nice. That's nice. That's good to hear. That's. I think yeah. it will be delicious poetic justice for him to end up in Guantanamo Bay. That would be yeah. beautiful. <laughs> I think that it's quite funny... But uh, to be honest, like the the EDL drunk wearing banaclavas in the back of an Arctic is, I don't think that they should be arrested for that because they're probably just chilling. That's probably just what they do. <laughs> that's probably yeah. It's probably just what they do. They, that's, they, they don't know any different. <laughs> they don't just leave them alone. They're just they're just poor stupid young men. They're just drinking in the back of an Arctic lorry. Uh, and it's with, cold. So they put a banaclava. Yeah, so we, it's like an episode of Father Ted, <laughs> the lost Father Ted episode where they get mistaken for IRA members because they were drunk in the back of an Arctic and Dougal uh, put like a balaclava on because it was cold. <laughs> that does sound like the lost episode of Father Ted, yeah. <laughs> it was too politically incorrect for them to air then, but now it's been aired in real life with actual racists. <laughs> so, so yeah, good work. Good, good work, VDL. <laughs> yeah, good work, VDL. We're, we're, we're proud of you. In, yeah. in like a weird way i mean this is the issue with kind of british fascists yeah. it's it's like you, you never kind of they're, they're never kind of on hitler levels of evil just because no. they're just so incompetent <laughs> laurel and hardy presents the edl <laughs> well i've spoken before about red watch and how that was a hilarious failure at everything it tried to do yeah it eventually just basically became the anarchist hall of fame yeah, everyone tried to get their picture on there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bragging or anything. You are. You are bragging. You bring this up a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a it's a bit of a badge of honour for me. You can, you can find know, that's me. Fair enough. I, I think I would brag about it too if I was a. Uh, if I was on the list. It's that level of bragging that, like, I can't... I don't even have a use for it anymore because it could only be useful to use to impress second year politics students. And yeah. You- occasionally and very rarely does it work and i'm not in that world anymore i should just drop it I should just stop it but i can't i can't help it it's you, you've just done it so many times it's like a reflex action it of it. it's, it's like such a, a terrible thing to brag about as well but you used worst. to be an anarchist i used to be an anarchist i was once hey i was once in a squat yeah, yeah. I, I once had ideals really rubbish ideals but yeah. i once had <laughs> I once had an idea about something, but it was really stupid, so let's not talk about it. Now I'm just an empty shell. <laughs> now I'm just a nihilist duodenum. On that on that quite depressing note, I think I should end it all. So 
excuse me while I, I just sit in this corner and die while you uh, while you carry on with the podcast. I'll just carry on with the show. We okay. made it to episode twenty and then Simon finally killed himself. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird. He did it he did it during the recording. But Gary just kept talking um about uh, something that happened in Chorley uh, in the last <laughs> week. It's uh, what he would have wanted. It's what he would have wanted. A new story about Chorley. <laughs> This is a story about a 61-year-old Colin Farmer, a, a blind man, who was tasered by the police after they thought that his white stick was a samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> That's brought me back. That's good. I feel so much better now. They thought it was a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah, there was a drunk a couple of miles away with a samurai <laughs> it gets sword. better. And was he brandishing it? Please tell me he was like the most badass blind man ever and he was bland, like brandishing his guidance stick at the police. That's beautiful. No, he was walking to... <laughs> He was walking to a pub to meet friends on Friday when the officer fired the taser. It forced him to drop his stick and he fell to the ground. He said the experience of left him shaken like a leaf, which is understandable. Essentially, yeah. as far as I can tell, what happened was the policeman saw a guy with a stick and thought, that's a sword. because that's he was basically a-, a sword. Yeah, because that's how the police think. There's been different accounts about whether he shouted anything to the guy. But obviously, because this man is blind, he assumed he was shouting at someone else because he couldn't see him. Of course. And he wasn't doing anything. And he was like, well, I'm just a normal blind guy minding my own business on the way to the pub. He can't be shouting at me. So he carried on. And the policeman was like, yeah, ridiculous. Not out. The Lancashire police have said they are extremely sorry. Which well, at least they, they got an apology. A man carrying a samurai sword was later later arrested on suspicion of being drunk and disorderly. Well, that's good. Did they tase him? Probably not. No, they didn't. They didn't tase the man who actually had a sword. They tased the blind man. Yeah. <laughs> the errand of mercy. We choose not to tase the blind man. <laughs> So that's what's been happening in. That's that's Chorley. That's Chorley. Good old Chorley. Chorley. You can always count on Chorley to do ridiculous things. That's <laughs> that's that's not great police work, is it? It's not great. It's not top notch. Uh... Is he possibly a new recruit? They haven't said. Well yeah, that's that seems like the kind of thing. Like I can I can kind of partially understand where you're coming from. You know, you're jumpy, it's a it's a it's a late night on a Friday, there's a drunk man abroad with a samurai sword and um and you tase a blind man. Actually no, I can't understand no. that at all. Because he's because the he's way that real. blind people use their their sticks is pretty obvious. Yeah, they just sort of walk along, tapping the ground in front of them, yeah. not waving it over their head, shouting obscenities. Yeah. yeah, it's quite easy to tell the difference between somebody who's blind drunk with a sword and somebody who's just blind with a stick. That's, that's <laughs> not a difficult distinction to make. <laughs> like, that should really be lesson one of police. Tr- yeah. police yeah, like, just like a guy with a blackboard and, a, and, and like, two pictures like this... It's a blind man. This is an armed drunk man. Due to the issues with Craig last week. <laughs> Sorry, boss. <laughs> we've had to instate this new lesson. Oh, Craig. Now, Cra- this, who fucking Craig? <laughs> He's now, all Craig, Craig would you like to tell us what we should do when we see a blind man? 
tell him to have a good night. That's correct, Craig. Yes. What should we not do? We probably shouldn't tase him. Well, at least someone's learned their lesson. <laughs> so, so good work, Craig. Good work, Craig. Jeez. You let, you let, you've let yourself down. You've yeah. let the police down. You've, you've let, let the unit down. down. You've let us all down, Craig. Yeah, yeah Craig. Enjoy, uh, enjoy doing traffic patrol for the next two years. <laughs> Around Sainsbury's car parks and nothing else. Yeah, just walking around car parks. Yeah, just enjoy walking around car parks. It's probably what he's doing now. Probably. Probably the best place for him. I've got one more thing that I'd like to cover before we uh, we finish up for the evening. Rihanna's been confusing whatever it is that she does with making music again this uh, this week, G. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is she um, number one? I don't think she's number one. No, she's not. I thought she was number one. Is she, she actually is. number one? I think she stopped being. Maybe she was number one and stopped being number one. Which, which song is this? It's Diamonds. That was number one. Was it actually number one? That was Shit. straight up number one single for like that's, a week. That's not great. No, no it's, it's not. It's since dropped to four. Um, that's better. Yep, that's, that's not great. So uh, this is a song called Diamonds. Mm-hmm. And um, and so the the issue I have with Rihanna is she uses the grammatical like stylings and chopped up sentence structure of rapping, but she doesn't rap anything. She sings. She just kind of sings. So what you get is what what appears to be the scrawlings of a brain damaged child. Yeah, um, just get someone singing just random words yeah this song is called diamonds and the majority of the lyrics are just repetitions of the phrase shine bright like a diamond which i saw a young child with cerebral palsy sings gangnam style on the bus the other day that's beautiful <laughs> yeah that sounds amazing it was amazing it was it was it was quite inspiring that sounds like a, a crystalline moment of of the beauty of humanity this however <laughs> is a crystalline nugget of pure human shit but there we go <laughs> You've got to, you've got to balance that out, haven't you? There's yeah, there's so, an equal and opposite reaction. So you you could say that what what Rihanna's done is taken a dump and just put it under an extremely high pressure, and out of that yeah, has come has diamonds. Come a diamond, yeah, yeah. That's basically what's happened. If right. You, if you expose the Rihanna's shit to the pressures of market deadlines and production cutbacks, you get this song. Okay, um, let's hear it. Let's I'm hear gonna it. what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna strip out. All of the um, all of the parts where she says "shine bright like a diamond," which is a lot of the song, right? Um, and I'm just going to give you the lyrics that are actually song for lyrics. Aunt's fat. Yeah, yeah. The aunt for sort of chorus. Line, and I'm give so. them to you. I'm going to give them to you as one continuous kind of stream of consciousness, and I want to <laughs> see if you can make any sense of it. Please find light in the beautiful sea. I choose to be happy. You and I, you and I, we're like diamonds in the sky. You're a shooting star, I see, a vision of ecstasy. When you hold me, I'm alive. We're like diamonds in the sky. I knew that we'd become one right away. At first sight, I left the energies of sun rays. I saw the life inside your eyes. Um, You're a shooting star. Actually, those are just the lyrics. That's it. Everything else is... uh, 
Everything else is just shine bright like a diamond. It does sound like the sort of thing you'd find on a schizophrenic's website. You are yeah, correct. We're not talking like Usher level violence. No, I, I'm I'm talking about the flyer a crazy person gives you oh, like yeah, as you walk through town. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, that's what you're getting there. Get all badly xeroxed and capitals yeah. in the wrong I think places. There's a- there's a reference to Molly as well that doesn't make any sense. Maybe maybe there's an answer to what's maybe, going on. Maybe there's an answer. Um, do you know the terrible secret about this song, Simon? I want to hear it. Um, it's just an advert for perfume. Really? Um, there's a Calvin Klein uh, perfume called Diamonds, and Rihanna is the spokesperson for it. No way. So what, so what she's doing is she's subliminally using her latest single, which got to number one, to make people buy perfume. Yeah. And by subliminally, you mean superliminally. Superliminally, yeah. <laughs> the most liminal. Shine bright like a diamond. Diamonds, 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 diamonds. It's a product called Diamonds. 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 Buy this thing called Diamonds. <laughs> the weird lyric here we go this is the the weirdest thing so everything else is like that it's, you know kind of superficial superficial mm. hollow um ideas ideals of love and sex which you know we used to from pop music because that's what pop music is but this this bit which might be a bridge it doesn't really seem to fit with anything else palms rise to the universe as we moonshine and molly Feel the warmth will never die. We're like diamonds in the sky. So is she on Molly? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I f- I think she's she's on she's on 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 drugs there, Simon. I think I think she's at a party and it's imbibed um, some sort of a narcotic substance and is holding her hands up. She's on she's on fucking crystal. <laughs> No, I shit you not. Have you seen the Have you seen the cover to this to this single? You, you might be onto something there. Have you seen Is the this cover ad- to this single? Yeah, I'm going to send it to you now so you can have a look at it again. I've, I've seen the cover to this single. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's an advertisement for Crystal Math. She's just straight up on fucking Crystal. <laughs> this is a song that Rihanna is using to make you buy perfume by also advertising Crystal Meth. Yeah. Because, um, well, let's describe it. Because the cover, um, it's Rihanna's hands. She's holding a, a, a paper, a sort of a, a Rizzler or something like yeah. that. And in it, she's filled it up with tiny crystals. And yeah. it's, making, it's making some sort of a, 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 a diamond cigarette, a crystal cigarette, if you will, out yeah. of that. Which she's going to smoke. And then, and then she's going to um, dance around and sing. Yes. What she's going to do. That's what she's going to do because that's 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 how celebrities work. So I guess buy that perfume. I guess that's what you've got to do now. What because... Rihanna's saying is buy that perfume and also crystal meth, allegedly. Yeah. Maybe it's like it's either an advert for crystal meth or a really roundabout advert for Breaking Bad, which you know I can kind of get behind the second one, but the first one not really, not really so into. Yeah, no, first one not so into, but yeah, no, I've. I've kind of thing i kind of think more likely it is just an advert for her perfume <laughs> yeah but she's also maybe maybe she's trying to copy madonna because you know madonna's on that whole madonna's decided the only way that she can continue to be relevant is just to talk about taking drugs all the time now yeah like i mean madonna's really going out of her way to make sure that mdma is as uncool as possible isn't yeah. she it's she's, like she's, 
it's like your grandma like being like, "Oh, are you have you kids tried any of that NDMA? Oh, it's lovely." Like, <laughs> yeah, like if I there's can one see way, sound. If there's one way to guarantee to you know to stop kids doing drugs, it's just to get Madonna to promote. Them. Yeah, so maybe Madonna's a force for good, but maybe. but Rihanna, but Rihanna is definitely uh, Rihanna isn't. definitely isn't. No way. She wants you to buy her perfume and do crystal meth. <laughs> Um, and possibly worse, buy her terrible singles. Yeah, don't do that. Like, don't do yeah. that. I of think all, those, of those three things are, are similar in their atrocity. Friends don't let friends buy Rihanna singles. That's definitely a good call. That's definitely a good call right there. Um, so that, that's our round of mercy for this week. Don't let your friends send horrible pictures of themselves to other people on the internet and, uh, and don't let them buy Rihanna's single or do crystal meth. Yeah, that's the message coming from the duodenum of nihilism this week. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the show, as ever. Like the show on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy. Please tell a friend. And uh, and subscribe on iTunes. And if you choose not to do that, follow our feed burner, RSS it, download it, listen to it, plug yourself into it. It's it's good shit. It's it's good. It's good. You'll hear us next week. The Big 21. Big 21. uh, Yeah finally legal to drink in America yeah. will be a podcast it'll be amazing we'll be, we'll be pissed on the air in America That's what's it'll be great next it'll, week. Be, it'll, it'll be fantastic uh, I'm looking forward to it yeah. good night <laughs> good night <laughs>